Hello, and welcome back to Beautifully Awkward, a podcast about embracing the beautifully awkward moments of life, hosted by yours truly. So it feels like a tremendous amount of time since I last aired an episode, and there's been a couple of reasons for that. One, life (laughs) in general has just been busy as we move into the holiday season and lots of things are going on all at once. In addition to that, I had initially stated that I wanted to do an episode on the awkward moments related to divorce. And so this journey started with me asking friends and family who had gone through divorce previously or who had people that they knew who went through divorces to sit down with me and have a conversation about divorce. It ends up that not a lot of people want to talk about it. Not a lot of people wanted to discuss their experiences or to discuss their feelings related to their friends and family being going through a divorce. And so I found myself having a lot of awkward moments, conversations, people stating, I'll give you some advice or some of my thoughts, but please make it anonymous. And it ends up that this is a topic where a lot of people just didn't want to get out of their comfort zone and they didn't want to talk about it. And again, that could be for a number of different reasons, whether it was too soon after the divorce or whether some of those old scars have just not healed. I can't tell you which is which, but I do know that this definitely resulted in a lot of awkward moments and a lot of awkward conversations. So I delved a little bit deeper since I couldn't bring anybody on the air and I haven't myself personally gone through a divorce. I thought, okay, well, research away. And so I looked up a lot of different things that people were indicating made a divorce awkward. I think the bottom line is that it's awkward because it's a change from the life that you know into the unknown. And so with that comes a lot of new experiences, having to talk to friends and family about the divorce, having to talk about your to your children about the divorce if, if you do have small children, and the ultimate conversation of having to talk to your spouse about whether or not to pursue a divorce. All of these conversations are difficult, they are not easily done, and they result in a lot of awkward moments. What I read a lot of times was that the when you're getting divorced and you have small children, that there's just a lot of awkward moments you run into in their your kids' events, holidays, meeting up with family or friends, and not knowing whether or not everybody knows about the divorce or whether they are aware of what's going on in your relationship. Maybe you're not divorced, maybe you're just separated. And so at that point, there's, again, a lot of question marks about where is this going? How do we maneuver through this? How do we tell people? The The list is endless. And so I definitely understand it. And I definitely give people a lot of credit who have gone through this process because there is a lot of difficulties. I also had... Uh, A couple of people indicate that you just don't know what other people are thinking about you. You don't know if they're angry, if they're, you know, distancing themselves because of how they're supposed to respond or because of resentments or whatnot. And so you're just stuck wondering, 
what is going through other people's heads. And that can be an awkward moment if you just confront it and say, hey, what are you thinking? Um, But you never really know how people are going to respond to this. And I think that a lot of times, with even with my own experiences, I didn't talk to people who were going through a divorce that I maybe was friends of the other spouse. I didn't know where my quote-unquote loyalties were supposed to stand. I felt awkward in approaching it. And so I distanced myself from the other person thinking, okay, well, I don't want to piss off my friend or my family member, so I'll just stay out of it. And I think that in the end, that probably alienates the other person and makes them makes it harder for them to maneuver through this whole process. And so you might have that experience where people who you maybe mutual friends or extended family, in-laws, whomever now have turned their back and you feel alienated and lonely and unsure of who is going to stand behind you when things get difficult or when you need them. But I think that, again, that's where those awkward conversations come in, where you just put it out there. And one of the biggest things is to continue to be yourself. One of the other points that comes up is that a divorce is very similar to the grief process. And I read a lot of articles about people talking about this. I have seen that definitely in my own experiences with friends and family again, and that people just go through this process differently depending on the person and so some people get really angry right away some people get depressed some people start to negotiate how they hope things will go and all of that's a normal part of the process but that can also be really awkward if you're no longer able to kind of interact with people the way that you used to because of what is going on internally for you. So all of these things lead us to the point of, well, how do you maneuver through this? Because that's been the basis of this podcast for the majority of the time is that you have these awkward moments and then you maneuver through. If you've listened to some of the previous episodes, you've heard some of those conversations I've had. I have an upcoming episode that will be launched next month where I got to sit down with a woman who is in um, a beauty contest and she had also had uh, some awkward moments related to her past experiences. But I think everybody has to find some resiliency in these moments and some some support and some semblance of a normal life because that's how you keep moving forward. And I think that that was another point that I saw a lot in the articles was that people were saying, you know what, I'm stronger because I went through this process. I'm more resilient because I went through this process. I can, I found that I'm more capable than I ever thought I could be because I went through this process. So there can be a lot of positive experiences that come out of it. But I think that the bottom line is that it is a absolutely 
tremendously difficult process to go through and that no person should be expected to act in a certain way or to do certain things just because uh, an amount of time has passed since the divorce. I think that's where awkward moments come out too, where people say, oh, well, you know, just move on. It's been a while. Haven't you started dating again? And you know, those moments are the ones where you just want to crawl back into bed and, and maybe not get out for a while. And, you know, that's okay because you have to be able to roll with it and take those moments. And maybe you do stay in bed for a couple of days or a week, but then you get back out of bed and you say, I'm going to make it through this because this is probably, if you are going through a divorce or have gone through one, one of the most difficult things that you will go through in life. Uh, Again, I can't speak from personal experience, but I have heard so many people talk about how this is just an absolutely traumatic experience at times. And, And that might be some strong words, but I think that, again, when somebody feels like the life that they lived up until this point is now being turned upside down, that's a really hard thing to do. But again, you can be resilient through it. So looking at some of the other awkward moments, if you will, going out uh, with mutual friends. So, you know, you've built this life with this person, you've created mutual friends, and then maybe they host a holiday party. And as we're moving into the holidays, you might run into those situations where do you go to the party? Do you not go? Do you participate in the events? Or do you stay at home and wonder about how things were going? So I was reading um, some tips and the law offices of James Sexton, he has a blog and he talked about the six awkward awkward post-divorce moments. And he said that you should always have a line for how you're going to navigate through people asking you questions about the divorce, again, mutual friends or family and friends, and have an an exit plan. Because if you go to those events and your ex is there, you may need to get out and you may need to tell the hostess or host that you're going to get out at some point because you don't want to sit in that. And that's okay. He also talked about events during uh, the holidays or with the other side of the family. Some people hope that you can stay you know, friends with the your in-laws or your extended family, sometimes that's not possible. But, you know, you don't really divorce your family, you divorce your ex, your, your spouse. And so realizing that you may be able to maneuver through going to family events. Um, I know I was recently at a wedding where there was quite a few divorced couples. Uh, and so the, the seating plan was pretty miraculous in that all of the divorce couples were separated and most of them were sitting with their new partners at various tables and everybody was very cordial with each other, which was really nice to see. We're all adults and, and so everybody was able to do that. But at the same time, 
it doesn't always look that way. It doesn't always look like everybody can get along and come together for the mutual good. Sometimes it gets really ugly and, you know, that's a really scary thing too. And probably one of the reasons why people maybe don't pursue a divorce and and stay in a relationship that's maybe not healthy because of the fear of being alienated. But I think that over time, some of that does dissipate. He also talked about people asking intrusive questions, saying, well, why why did you get divorced? Or what happened? You guys used to be a great couple. And again, having a line that you've practiced that you can use at the time to try to maneuver through that because it is, I'm sure, a very difficult and awkward moment to be able to answer to somebody who pretty much putting you on blast, whether it be in front of other people or just one-on-one. If it's in any type of public place, it's really hard to answer that question. But if you already have practiced the line or you have some way of maneuvering through, like, oh, you know, everybody goes through things in their lives and I'm personally not going to talk about it, you have that right. And you have the right to tell people that you're not going to talk about it. But I'm sure that there's, on the other side of it, a lot of people are curious. They want to know what happened. Um, I know for me, I wanted to know why some of my closest friends got divorced because I wanted to learn from them. I wanted to understand what happened in, in a relationship that seemed to be, on the outside, completely wonderful and yet behind closed doors must have had some problems well a lot of problems that resulted in the divorce so while I wouldn't go up to a person and ask them directly like what happened I would like to know what led to this and maybe those conversations happen later on down the road but I think for a lot of people on the outside We are wondering what happened and want to learn from it. Like I said, in my case, that was probably the most um, salient point. But also to just understand, you know, what were we missing? How did this happen? What are you okay? Who is to blame? I think that those questions come out too because it always seems like, well, somebody started this or somebody ended this. So... Who, who did that and was there infidelity in this situation or in the marriage and all of those questions and I think when those are left unanswered it creates a lot of again unknown question marks that people want answers to so while you aren't obligated to answer any of those questions realizing that people are just naturally curious and if they care about you, they are going to want to know how to maneuver through those conversations with you. Also, running into people who don't know, because that's going to happen from time to time, having that one line or two lines that explains it should pretty much nip that. There's also a lot of times, again, if there's kids involved, kid-focused activities, You want to be there for your kids. You want to make sure that they know that you love them, but you also might have to maneuver through being around your ex. So that's definitely awkward moments. Do you sit next to each other? Do you glare at them from across the court 
there's so many moments in that. And again, there's a lot of ways to do it. I can say, having done a lot of research, there are a lot of support groups out there and people who are talking about this, saying, you know, the top 10 things that I learned from my divorce. And and really, again, it goes back to learning that you are much more capable than you thought you were. And if you can get through this and, you know, come out beautifully awkward on the other end, then you did something right. And that brings me to one of the last points, which which was that, you know what, even though maybe your marriage failed, you did something right. Whether it was that you raised your kids, or whether it was that you had a successful career, or that you bought a house, or even any one of the milestones that you have maneuvered through with your now ex-spouse, you've done something right. And maybe the marriage wasn't right, but you have memories, you've touched people in different ways. And so the bottom line is that even so, in light of all of the mess and the tears and the bad that comes with a relationship ending, there is also good. And so that is one of the points that I also read over and over again and thought, man, that is, that's a strong one right there. That you can fail in something and still succeed in other things. And knowing that you're not alone. Unfortunately, at this time and age, over 50% of marriages end in divorce. It is probably, for those of you listening right now, some of you have gone through a divorce yourself and you know again you're not alone and hopefully you do come out on the other end and you're able to get into a relationship that is healthy and that you have a sense of love and compassion and all those things that you deserve to have hopefully you know if you do get into another relationship that those things come with time one of the other awkward moments might be uh, as we're on the topic is that first date where you have to explain that you're now a divorcee and what that might mean for the first date whether somebody looks at you differently uh, you might be dating later in life and people are going to wonder what's your history what's your story and so trying to maneuver through that you don't want it to be awkward but it might just be but again you know whether you do date or don't finding yourself finding who you are figuring out what you want in life now that you're no longer have the title of husband or wife really open some doors to some new opportunities and it could be a very positive experience and something that maybe you didn't know that you had the capability of doing. So I always try to end it on a positive note because I think these awkward moments can be really difficult for most people. So knowing that hopefully you got some tidbit of information that you'll take away from this. If you've never been through a divorce, great. I'm hoping that less and less people over the years have to go through that process because it is a very, very difficult thing. But if you have, know that you're definitely not alone. 
that you have people who are cheering you on. I most definitely want to hear from you if you want to talk about it or put something out there because again, this is a topic that most people didn't want to get on the air and and talk about or discuss with me, but feel free to reach out, leave me a message or email me anything that you would like to do to say, hey, I appreciate this. I am more than happy to hear from you and might even do a second segment if I get some responses. So as always, feel free to leave me a review on iTunes, email me at beautifullyawkwardpodcast at yahoo.com. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, and you are more than welcome to jump on, leave me a message. You can also leave me an audio message here on Anchor so that you can be heard over the air. And as always, make sure that you know that you are not alone and that you are beautifully awkward.